Welcome to Coffee and Devotions this Friday morning, July 17th. That's where every weekday morning at 9 a.m. and on the weekends before my kids wake up, you and I, we get together, we have some coffee, we get into God's Word, and we grow in our love for the Lord together. And in this year, 2020, we'll make it through all the Gospels. Well, this morning we are at Mark chapter 14, verses 10 through 16. Mark 14, 10 through 16. Why don't we go ahead and have some coffee, pray, and get into God's Word. Let's pray. Oh, Father, we thank you so much for this day. We thank you for the rich blessing it is to be able to come to your word. Father, we thank you for telling us the historical truths of what happened 2,000 years ago. We thank you, Lord, for teaching us. Lord, we thank you for, for letting us know your truth. We pray, Father, that we would understand it. We pray that you would apply it to our hearts. And we pray, Lord, that you would change our lives because of it. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, let's go ahead and jump into God's word here. Mark chapter 14, beginning at verse 10. Then Judas Iscariot, one of the twelve, went to the chief priest to betray him. And when they heard it, they were glad and promised to give him money. So he sought how he might conveniently betray him. Now, on the first day of unleavened bread... When they killed the Passover lamb, his disciples said to him, Where do you want us to go and prepare, that you may eat the Passover? And he sent out twelve of his disciples and said to them, Go into the city, and a man will meet you carrying a pitcher of of water. Follow him. Wherever he goes in, say to the master of the house, The teacher says, Where is the guest room in which I may eat the Passover with my disciples? Then he will show you a large upper room furnished and prepared. There make ready for us. So his disciples went out and came into the city and found it just as he had said to them. And they prepared the Passover. Well, just six quick verses there. Why don't we go ahead and ask ourselves, what are the first couple of verses about? So verses 10 and 11, what is this about? Well, this is Judas getting ready to betray Jesus, right? Judas is the money changer. We also know he's a thief. He had been taking money, taking money out of the bag, and he he's plotting a plan to kill Jesus. He's He's making a scheme to hand him over. He's going to betray him. Jesus has already told him he was going to do this. But here we find him actually going to the chief priests and to the the scribes. What does it say? And when they heard it, they were glad and promised to give him money. Right? This is is a sad reality that, that he's betraying Jesus. This is a sad reality that he loves money more than he loves the Christ. That he loves the things of this world rather than the one who made this world. So what is this about? Well, I would say uh, in the margin of the Bible, I would write something like uh, Judas plans to betray Jesus. Or maybe Judas plots to betray Jesus. What would you write in the margin of your Bible? I think in my Bible, I'm going to go ahead and underline, uh, let's see, well this is kind of tough because you're, you're underlining no matter what most of it, but you know, I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to say, 
right? Just because I already know it's Judas Iscariot, I probably underline those two halves of the verses. Well, then the second thing we need to look at is verses 12 through 16. And what's going on in this passage? Well, the first day of the unleavened, uh, unleavened bread, when they killed the Passover lamb, his disciples are asking, you know, where, where do you want us to go and to prepare for the Passover? And what does Jesus do? Jesus tells them, go into the city. And when you go there, what are you going to find? You're going to find a man holding a jar. He's going to go get water. And as he's going to get water, follow him to his house, and you're going to find a large upper room, and when you get to that large upper room, say, our master is going to be using this room for the Passover, and that's where we're going to go. And so what would you write in the margin of your Bible, what this is about? Oh, you might just say something like, you know, Jesus sends his disciples to find the upper room. Now, there are a few interesting things here that we can look at real quickly. So, uh, it's, it's interesting, again, that Jesus knows, right? Jesus is God omnipotent, and he, he knows what's going on in the future. Jesus knows how things are going to play out. Jesus knows because he is sovereign, and, and he tells them, right? You're, you're going to find a man carrying water, going to get water, and this is really interesting, right? Because you don't see that all the time. Most of the time in that culture, it would be the women who went and got the water. Do you remember John chapter 4? Who was it who was at the well when uh, Jesus got there to, at Samaria? It was a Samaritan woman. You remember when Moses went out into the desert and, and he went and he found an oasis or a well. And, and who was there? Well, it was his wife who was drawing water. It's, it's the women who, this was a woman's task in that culture. And, and Jesus is saying, there's going to be a man there. So you won't be able to miss him. Go, go find that man. And when you find him, you're going to go to this house. And, and you're going to go and you're going to find a large upper room. Right? It, it, Jesus is, it's amazing how specific he is here. This isn't by chance. And so Jesus is preparing, but in reality... Jesus has prepared this man's entire life for him to have the income, to have that house, to be able to afford that servant. Jesus has prepared everything. He has known exactly what's happening. Jesus knows what's going to come at the end of this chapter. Or sorry, at the end of this book. And so, uh, what, is, what would you underline as the best verse to summarize this section? Well, I think in the margin, or in my Bible... I'm going to go ahead and underline verse 16. Right? The disciples obey him. The disciples went out and came into the city and found it just as he had said to them. And they prepared the Passover. I think that's the heart of this passage. Is, is that they find it exactly as he told them. And so we need to ask ourselves now, we've done A, what is this about? We've underlined what we thought were the best verses to summarize. And now we have to ask ourselves, what are we called to do in response to these words? What are we supposed to do? What do you think? How is the Holy Spirit applying these words to your life? Maybe for you, you have to ask yourself, have you fallen into the trap that this world has for us? I'm going to warn you, Jesus warns people again and again about this. There is a reality that the love of money is the root of all sorts of evil, but it is a deception. 
very few people openly sit there and go, oh, I love money more than I love God. But yet, if, if you check your life, can I ask you, if you're honest with yourself, how much more do you think about job and money and things you want to buy versus how much of your thought life is taken up by things of God? I'm not trying to guilt trip you here. This is a heart check for me quite often. Right? We are not to love this world nor the things of this world. But here Judas loves this world more than he loves Jesus Christ himself standing there in front of him. Do you love Jesus Christ more than everything in this world? And then also from that next section we might say that we might be called to trust Jesus Christ. We could see that he knows everything. He understands exactly what's going on. He has ordained all these things to happen. He, he has known what was going to come to pass. And indeed, more than knowing it, he is sovereignly walking in it. Do you take comfort in that? That you are no accident, that the, that the family you were born into wasn't an accident, that you watching this video this morning is no accident, but that Jesus Christ himself brings us the gospel on purpose. Jesus, as the good news, is no mistake. This is not by accident, but Jesus Christ offered himself up as a willing sacrifice. We see him going to the cross on his own accord. I don't know about you, but that gives me a great deal of hope that Jesus would love a sinner like me that much. Let's go ahead and pray. Lord, we thank you so much for this day. We thank you for giving us your word. Lord, we thank you that every word of it is true. Father, we pray that you would change our hearts, that we would love you more than this world. God, the weeds of this world, the deceitfulness of wealth and, and the pleasures of this life want to choke out our love for you. God, we pray that you would weed out the garden of our heart. Lord, that you would let us flourish and bear good fruit for your glory. God, we pray that you would let us be consumed, Lord, with our love for you. Thank you, Father, that you were consumed with your love for us. In Jesus' name, amen. May God bless you today, and may you go with peace. Bye.